Welcome to Voices of the Ancestors, where we explore Georgian polyphonic songs and the women who sing them. Hello, welcome to this experimental episode recorded at the turning of the year. We reflect on the highlights and lowlights of starting Voices of the Ancestors in 2020. Our listeners joined us and share their dream guest ideas. The very first guest, Jen Morris and Nino Nanayishvili from episode 3, talk about the unexpected consequences of being on the podcast. Nino has a beautiful perspective on how the podcast shines a light on traditional musicians in Georgia. If this is the first time you've listened to the podcast, I'm so glad you found it. If you can, I propose listening to episodes one and three before the rest of this one. This episode is an experimental live. The sound is different to our normal episodes, and we hope you enjoy the interactivity between the guests and listeners and appreciate the varied sound from around the world. So welcome, everyone, to our first ever live podcast recording. It's a little bit of an experiment, but here we are on Zoom um, with a live audience and some special guests who you're going to be hearing from very shortly. Um, But to kick off, I think we'll hear from me and Susan. I'm here in Oxford. And Susan, where are you? So, so I'm in Tbilisi, Georgia, um, which is somewhat of a surprise, but a delightful one. <laughs> and we've just had Christmas here. Um, and, and we haven't. No. <laughs> but I have got a Christmas tree. Well, actually, I've got two Christmas trees in my background. I've got a green one that you may be familiar with, and then one that I think is made out of hazel. It's like shade, and it's like these little squiggly things that... Um, yeah Georgian Christmas tree so and and I'm told that you need to burn it so to get rid of the the year the previous year and to sort of refresh the new year so I think the end of 2020 may be a really good year to actually burn that Georgian Christmas tree yeah let's do it let's burn 2020 I like (laughs) I love that tradition like burning the old year and starting afresh I think that's really yeah so on that theme maybe we can start with talking about the year that's passed um so Susan what were some of your we're going to start with like low lights and highlights I guess Um, that's right yeah I'm just aware that we've got somebody else joining us who doesn't seem to have joined by the green room so sorry I just I just admitted our tech support that oh good well can we start with some of our thanks and gratitude yeah. and that's one of them <laughs> we're grateful for in 2020 because i know we're both grateful for our tech support aren't we absolutely <laughs> yeah and and in order to get this podcast started we've had so much help from different people so jen you were invaluable right at the beginning for so many reasons like going try this piece of tech or what about squadcast and Yes, of course I'll be your first guest. You know how to podcast. <laughs> Absolutely. And 
I'm grateful to all of our guests so far for just taking the time to talk to us. You know, it's not like we pay them or anything to come on the podcast, but they, they're happy to take that time to talk to us. Um, so that's been something I'm really grateful for. And I think we're, I'm also really grateful to our listeners because, you know, we had no idea right at the beginning. Would, would anybody listen to this? Was it just us that like talking about Georgian polyphonic song from morning, noon to night? <laughs> um, so that's really lovely to have this. And it's really lovely to have listeners who've supported us financially as well, you know, through Kofi. I mean, that, that's been a, a great thing because, yeah, I mean, look, here we go. Here's my, I'm going to proudly show my bit of kit, my Lavellier mic, which was bought with the proceeds of people that have helped us. So that's been great. Yeah, mm. yeah, that's so true. I think because we've realised through doing this that we, we, Susan and I can very easily pour many, many hours into podcast making and talking about the podcast, then producing it and advertising it and getting it out there and I I can't believe how many hours of my life I spent making this podcast but I love doing it um so I guess it's I'm I'm grateful and that I guess a highlight of my 2020 has been the podcast learning how to do it learning how to edit um sound and learning about sound quality and like different microphones. Big up Johnny, thank you tech support for that. Um, <laughs> but then a low light has also been like learning that the hard way, for example. <laughs> for example, when I was working on Zoe's episode, my computer decided to delete the whole thing just before I was about to release it. Or uh, we've got Ashlyn and Miranda on the call right now. We had such a wonderful conversation with them. I think it was a few months ago now. And it was one of those golden conversations where they yeah. talked about some beautiful memories and it went on for hours and Miranda played the Chonguri. And afterwards I was so excited to start editing it. And I listened back and it, it was completely unusable, wasn't it? Yeah, I yeah, and I listened, and there was the, and my and my heart wanted it to be good enough, and I just thought, Ashley and Miranda, you have such distinctive voices, and so many people know your voices, and when I listened, the sound, I just thought, it hardly sounds like Ashley and Miranda. It's just not up to it. Didn't do you justice. So we, no. I guess, yeah, that takes us on to what are we looking forward to? Oh, yes. Which is re-interviewing Ashlyn and Miranda with good quality sound, right? Yeah, solving the tech. <laughs> that's going to be, yeah, that's coming in 2021 for sure. Yeah, as is an episode with Magda Kevlishvili, where again, it, it took us three goes to get the tech to work so that at least I hope it worked. Have you listened back, Holly? Oh, yeah. It's, uh, we only recorded it yesterday. Yeah. Um, so I haven't listened back, but like, I think it's going to be great. And we'll really, yeah. uh, we're planning to release that actually as a Christmas episode, but for Georgian Christmas, mm -hmm. which is really sneaky because it just gives me like a bit of extra time for editing and everything. So thank <laughs> you, Georgian Christmas. <laughs> Yeah, and thanks to Magda, because I mean, you know, she's, we, we, we sent around town, she's tried from two different locations in the previous months when I was still in England, and then, and then we tried again here, and then, 
And then I got COVID, which was actually quite handy because it meant that when we did record, we could be sitting side by side. Um, and yeah, in Georgia on a good Wi-Fi connection. And then Polly could be in Oxford and it all magically worked. So that was fantastic. Yeah. And we've got loads of other guests lined up for 2021. And um, as I mentioned, like we spend we've realized like how much work it is to produce a podcast and we were trying to do it when we started like every two weeks mm. um but now I think it would be more sensible to set ourselves the realistic goal of once a month yes potential bonus episodes here and there yeah um, so so who else have we so we've got Magda we've got uh Ashlyn and Miranda Definitely going to have Joan Mills, right? Yeah. Joan yeah, yeah, yeah. In Wales, in Aberystwyth, who was really like at the beginning of this whole story. So can't wait to hear from her on it. Absolutely. And and uh, Nana Majabanadze, I'm very much looking forward to, to interviewing Nana. So yeah, she's, she's on the list. She's, we're in communication. And, and you were saying about sort of, sort of highlights. And I was thinking that's one of the, my highlights is just that whole interaction with our guests before we even get into the recording studio you know not that we really actually have a studio as such but yeah just just you know finding out a little bit more and chatting and 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 finding out what their concerns and worries are because not everybody likes to to sit and talk and be recorded especially if it's not in your first language mm. um so yeah so for me you know going through that process and working out how people can feel most at ease and, and give off their best has, has been a great learning yeah and um we I, I we were talking about who our dream guests might be for the podcast <laughs> and we started with like wild dreams of Kate Bush and uh, <laughs> Katie Melua who's maybe not such a wild dream I mean she is Georgian and you know active and maybe one day that could happen maybe <laughs> and then, uh, but then I, I was thinking of a actually my dream podcast guest would be a uh, grandma from the village that Nino's been working with this year I'm sure Nino can tell us more about it in a minute but to be able to have some maybe an, an interpreter or something um so that we could communicate with those wisdom keepers mm. Yeah, I think that was my dream as well. When I, I, I kept thinking about it and thinking about it. And I thought, no, I think my dream guest is probably someone I've never even met yet. But that somebody who's in a village somewhere that's been keeping that, that knowledge. And they may, nobody else in the village may even know that they have that knowledge. Um, but that, I think that's my dream guest, to find that person and, and, and just tease out a little more about yeah what having that knowledge and whether they're able to share it or or, or what it's meant to them mm, yeah for sure speaking of Georgians I can see that Shotter is in the waiting room should we let him in oh yes is he your Shotter from Oxford <laughs> yes yeah Aha. so a good bridge there um yeah so I I'm, uh, we're curious to know like our, our audience's dream guests who would you like to hear on the podcast um so maybe have a think about that is there any low lights of your year season yes yeah I mean 
I'm really grateful to the podcast because otherwise I wouldn't be in Georgia at all. True. But getting COVID in Georgia, it wasn't the best week of my life, shall we say. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that that was that was kind of worrying. And you know, I'm 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 out the other side, which is great. And and yeah, I I feel like I'm back to normal. Um, and Philip says, yeah, I'm now just walking half as fast as him rather than really, really slowly and like three quarters as fast as him. So yeah, I think I'm kind of back to normal, but it, yeah, it was, it's kind of worrying when when you're, you're dealing with people on the phone who are going, what do you mean you don't speak English? Do you speak Russian? No, we can try English or French. Nope, just put the phone down. And, <laughs> and then you get another phone call in a couple of hours. It's very caring and considerate and trying to keep an eye but yeah you know a little worrying I'm so glad that you're healthy and out the other side of it me too yeah here's to a, a healthy 2021 I'll drink yeah. to that I'll drink my mulled tea to that cheers mm. I'm um I'm looking forward to developing the podcast I think in 2021 and like one thing that we touched on earlier was about the Kofi which has been great um for like little bits like like you said about the microphone but we're also thinking how can we make this sustainable and like if people do want us to continue I mean I want to continue making it I don't know about our listeners if they want us to continue making it. It'd be great to know <laughs> if you do. Um, but how how can we, I guess, how can we make it sustainable? Like uh, in terms of money, like I don't, we don't like the word monetization. It feels a bit dirty. But if we were to bring on like sponsors or something, who would you... Who would you want to hear from, I guess, halfway through a podcast episode? What kind of advert would you be not annoyed to hear? That's what I'd like to know from our listeners actually, because one day we might get to that stage of um, someone wanting to give us money to, to put time into making this. Um, so it'd be useful to know that kind of thing. Like, yeah, what kind of sponsors would be good sponsors for Voices of the Ancestors? Yeah, I've just, I've just read a message Ashlyn, thank you for putting your your dream guest in the in the chat. That that's so cool. Um, and when we get to that point, we can we can visit that. I think. Um, oh, there's lots more ideas arrived now. <laughs> oh, this is death. <laughs> oh, great. Okay. Let's. So, so is there anything else that that you wanted to say, Susan, before we hear from our guests? I, I, I'm sure there's people I wanted to thank that sort of gratitude because right at the beginning we started keeping a list of people that had helped us so so I know um you know before we even had a logo I mean your friend helped us by developing something and Hazel Lydia my, yeah. my daughter will put some time into it and just those two people you know putting different visual things out there so we actually had something at the time we needed it so that you didn't just put it, the podcast up to SoundCloud with a sort of white square. It's great. <laughs> it makes such a difference, doesn't it, having a good logo? Yeah, yeah, it really does. 
Yeah, and, it, and it's nice that the, the symbol of Borjali has been recognised by different people and they've gone, oh yes, I'm sure Nino was one of them who kind of went, well, you just knew just what it was and, and what that symbol meant, that, that sort of eternity, that idea of eternity and how that works with voices of the ancestors. So, and I'm, like I say, I'm sure there are other people on that, that list that we haven't said thank you to, but if, if we missed you off, thank you for whatever you did, thank you, whether it was giving me a biscuit when my sugar levels have gone low or, or whatever. Yeah, and, and the, um, I guess Teo at the Conservatoire and Hatuna at the Batumi Festival for like Absolutely. putting that, that launch, I think, was so fabulous in October to really hit the ground yeah. running. Yeah, that was wonderful. And what I would like to know from our guests who've been on the podcast, that's Jen and Nino, like just what impact it might have had on you and have there been any unexpected um, interactions since we've released the episode or yeah just how was that experience for you? Looks like I sh we should be unmuting Jen to me and then first and then perhaps going to Nino. Okay let's hear from Jen. <laughs> Um, I got a, a very surprise, I've had some very surprising interactions with a lovely woman from Belgium um, named Ellis Pauls. Um, she's been sending me voice messages over Facebook Messenger and she'll tell me like how the weather is that day. But then also, I, I, so we, we became Facebook friends, but we didn't know each other. Um, and at some point I wrote her and said, so it seems like the things we might have in common are Svanetti, maybe there's an interest in the mountains and old tra traditional singers, and maybe you speak Dutch, but that's all I can figure out about you. <laughs> like, who are you and where do you live? And so we've we've had this exchange back and forth and it, it all started when, um, I mean, I wrote her that message, but then after that, she listened to the podcast and listened to my episode and then um, just commented. And then we started getting to know each other. And I've never been to Belgium. I didn't know I had a friend in Belgium, but now I do. And it's all thanks to um, your podcast. So, wow. Yeah. So, I mean, the, the worldwide connections through Georgian music that I already felt were so big and interconnected somehow are bigger and more connected than they were in 2019 so okay. um, yeah so not everything is to be burnt about 2020 then no there have been some really good things I mean the fact that all here we are we in Oxford Cambridge London Tbilisi Seattle the fact that we're all here meeting together um, which we never would have done. We could have done before, yeah. but we 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 wouldn't have done. Um, yeah. That's just amazing. So cool. Yeah, not everything. Not everything about twenty twenty needs to get burned down. Maybe save oh. a little bit of that tree season. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs>
I want to know from Nino now if she's had any unexpected connections or consequences of being on the podcast. Can you unmute Nino? Oh yeah. Oh, uh, I want to say uh, first of all that it's a, a brilliant work to start uh, this unusual um, meetings, and um, it. Uh, it feels for me uh, something very old, what I remember just in my childhood when my grandma listened to the radio. And after her death, we uh, lost this radio and didn't use it. But this kind of podcast reminds me this mood when we feel from the radios, information and music, mostly it was music, uh, sometimes old music, sometimes folk, classic, everything. But uh, for this time, it was not so you know, popular in Georgia TV. And also it was uh, uh, city war here, as I told about 19 years, 1990s, and uh, uh, it was impossible to have electricity and to have TV shows as today, and uh, just radio sound and the music on it and talking uh, and different, um, about different things, it was just one uh, source for us to hear something different. Uh, uh, after our family. And I think uh, it's uh, a really brilliant window, this podcast, uh, for whole world. Now it's a different uh, situation in Georgia also, a little bit better than it was. And uh, uh, we have all possibilities, internet and TV programs and everything. But I think uh, this idea of podcast and uh, this uh, frame has something very cozy inside and very warm. What we, uh, what I think not everybody can catch what it means. And it's something very valuable and uh, so intelligent. And uh, I think... Uh, we will um, see it in future, how big work it uh, uh, will be. And uh, thank you to invite me as uh, one of the guests and one of the first guests. It was big responsibility and uh, I was so proud. And also now I'm so happy to be with you. And uh, I received uh, uh, two um, uh, emails uh, from... Uh, from uh, Australia, it was. Uh, it seems that uh, this woman uh, knows about Ialoni and not uh, meet face to face. But she uh, wrote me so interesting things about this uh, podcast interview, uh, and she said that it was absolutely different records 
to view how Georgian singer can uh, think and can uh, talk about uh, past um, and uh, about ancestors. And uh, yeah, it, it was a surprise for me because um, I didn't think that it was so spread because it's just to begin uh, your work. And I was so, so happy. Of course, uh, today I um, watch uh, the um, like um, winner writers. It was project in uh, Georgia, a brilliant project, Saba. It's so pity that it's not translated and it's without titters. But it's every year this uh, um, company, uh, do uh, like uh, events and uh, for different genres in literature they uh, congratulate uh, writers and poets and um, it was very nice for us that uh, for Georgians it's not like a behave to say nice words uh, to each other when they are alive and it was so uh, very true thing because we had one very nice writer, um, not young, but uh, it appears just now, 70 years old. And he was so, so happy to hear that uh, his writing is so valuable. And he said that it's just one thing what makes me happy to continue to write and work. And I think uh, your work also, Susan and Holly, it's a uh, big, uh, it's stimulated so much performers and uh, music lovers and singers and everybody. And it's so kind, so kind to work for, for the world, not just for me and for Jane and for somebody. And I think it's the work what, uh, can and must be um, always to be in our environment and be with us. And uh, yeah, it's, it's very uh, special uh, feeling for me. And thank you for this big gift in 2020. <laughs> well, there you go, Susan. It's our job for life now. <laughs> Sounds like it. <laughs> well, we're gonna have, we'll have to find a way to make it work then. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, Nino. Thank you. Yeah. So, I think on our list of dream guests, Ashlyn was the first to, to write it down. So, shall we invite Ashlyn to read it out? Yes. Yeah, so let's hear from Ashlyn and Miranda, who are in Cambridge. Welcome to you two. Yes. We um, remember meeting Andrea in. 2002 okay. is her first time, and we've seen her in quite a few symposiums in there, um, with or without her babies, or now big boys. And uh, I just think she's um, such a brilliant singer, um, and has brought a lot to the to the level of foreign. Um, given us a very high uh, um, high bar to try and uh, reach. <laughs> As non-Georgians. I'm non-Georgians, yes. I was yeah. non-Georgian. And uh, she's really very good. 
Andrea Kuzmich, like I think lives in Canada, right? Yes. She lives in Toronto. Wonderful. Well, we'll add her to the list. Yep. Certainly will. Now, Jeff has written a lot, <laughs> but I think we should invite Jeff to read them out. Yeah, let's hear from Jeff. I'm loving your suggestions in the chat, but please do read them out for our listeners. Yeah, I'm like, I guess the main thought is really if you're doing all the interviews and there's not that many people who are the kind of people you want to talk to who can really express themselves well enough in English. Uh, there's some, uh, but if you start, if you work out a way to uh, use a translator, then uh, there's a world more of possibilities. Yeah. Um, yes, I, I wrote down lots of ideas. I mean, there's Helen Chadwick is another one in the UK who is very important in the in the history of Georgian music in the UK. Yes, so there's um, Atama Buadze, who leads the choir Tutacella, um, is a really, uh, she, she's very impressive. So I'm looking, I'm looking through the chat, Holly, and, and Therese, Therese Lander has put lots of lovely ideas but, but doesn't feel comfortable reading them out. So are you happy if I just read, them, read through them? Yeah, I'd love to hear from you. Thank you for joining us, Teresa. It's really nice to have you. So her dream guests are Nina Chandler, who brought Georgian singers to Bristol in the 1980s. And, and just so you know, Tracer, we've already been in contact with, with Nina and something will happen at some point, which will all fit together. Um, and Joe Hale and Sheila Wilkins, um, who are the other members of the trio Kfiria, who sing with Nina Chandler. Absolutely, yeah. Um, Anthony Johnson from the Bristol Georgian Choir. Okay, so I think they're, they're all of Teresa's suggestions. So that's lovely, thank you. Awesome, thank you, Teresa. And there's a couple of other things in the chat that I think would be worth just um, mentioning um, which is not dream guests more ideas for sponsors potential sponsors oh yeah um, let's hear them so one was from Shota who suggested that the Georgian government should get involved oh yeah um, <laughs> well, just be happy he says to sponsor when wouldn't that be wonderful <laughs> um and then Johnny has got Oh, there's that. Shotter on the screen. Oh, yeah. Shotter, let's hear from you. Hello. Oh, hello, everyone. Yeah. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. <laughs> um, I think, uh, yeah, I put the Georgian government because the, you guys are doing the crazy job. I mean, it's uh, so, so nice to hear, like, uh, that you're promoting not only, like, the folk music, it's about the culture and it's about, uh, about the Georgian. Uh, I'm... I'm uh, like uh, I was working for Georgia like almost 10, uh, 10 years for, for Georgia government. And, uh, I'm sure that this will be the best uh, kind of uh, you know marketing or advert or like, promotion or whatever you say like of the countries to kind of uh, uh, to, 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 to see how nicely nice nice people smile in very positive energy doing the <clears throat> great job and um, yeah, I'll be happy to communicate back to my 
industry and uh, see what we can uh, do, what will be kind of, uh, yeah, the way uh, to cooperate, I guess. Um, yeah, so I'm, I'm very excited about this and supporting the, the project uh, as well, which is, which is very, very nice. Oh, thanks, Thank you. Awesome. But it kind of leads on nicely to the suggestions that Johnny made for the sponsors, which was about this is this is imagining a world in the future where travel is possible and you can stay in hotels and meet people. So imagine that world. I know I know it feels a little difficult, but it's there somewhere. Um, so ideas for Georgian hoteliers or restaurateurs or tour guides or translation services and language teachers and music teachers and instrument classes um, and Georgian businesses based in the UK and Europe and USA. So, so I happen to know that there's a Georgian chain here that has op was opening its first, um, it's, it's a cafe called Pontier, I think. Anyway, so it's opening its first branch in London. So these, these companies do exist. Um, <laughs> oh yeah, I want to have an advert for a bakery a georgian bakery in london on the podcast yes please. entree that's what it's called yeah <laughs> will they send us free pastries i wonder oh wow <laughs> we'll see <laughs> yeah um okay great so is there anyone else that we need to hear from um just wave your hand wildly oh, I, I can see nino's put something and Jen's just said, I have an idea for sponsors. Let's hear from Jen and then Nino. Uh, so just adding on to the idea of uh, earlier in the episode, you said, what what kind of ads would you not mind terribly hearing in the middle of a podcast episode? Um, there's such great music, background music in your episodes and if there were a way to tie that in i mean i know you do say like oh this is music by ialoni but if it if you um if there are a way to add in like more of um folk music recordings folk groups that are releasing albums now and say you know oh, d gory has a new album ialoni has a new album you know, that kind of thing um and then how can how can listeners um, support them as well? Because I know that so many of your listeners would love to support Georgian musicians and there's not really a good way unless you can get there to get the CD from a singer in person. There's not a, really a great way for people outside of Georgia to, um, to get new music new old music yeah. <laughs> you I know yeah, yeah yeah so if there were a way to to tie in like a little bit of support for the two of you for voices of the ancestors but also promote georgian groups um and then i don't know maybe you add in the folklore center or the government or something some somebody who could add the money piece of it but. money yeah because yeah. <laughs> yes you've got you've got folk groups you've got yeah. podcasts none of these people have that much money and then no no I know I love that suggestion thank you Jen and such a big part of why we're doing this is just to introduce people to more varied folk music folk music from particularly women in Georgia because I know I've heard a few like radio programs or TV programs and whenever they're talking 
talking about Georgia and trying to introduce the music, I always hear these big men's choirs. And like you said in your episode, that is needed sometimes. There's a time and a place for that. But sometimes we want to hear women's voices too. So mm-hmm. for sure, mm-hmm. we want to, yeah, we want to get the support out there to the actual Georgians making the actual music. Yes, that is what I mean. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I, I'd just say to, to, to anybody listening, um, we have a website and it has a resources section. And, and there's a little message at the top that says, if, if you think you've got something that ought to be on here, then send us a message. I haven't had any messages yet, but you know, if there are groups out there that have got some recordings on SoundCloud or Bandcamp or whatever, if, if they send me the links and the information, then it can sit in that on that resource page, which isn't it isn't what the whole entirety of what you're thinking, Jen, but it's it's a start. Yeah, great. Let's hear from Nina because she puts my dream guests mm. in that. Uh, yes, I wanted just note that if you decide to do um, like uh, episodes about uh, our historical singers, um, uh, women singers who was in the past very famous and uh, they did a lot uh, for Georgian music, it would be nice to touch also Megrelian singers, Elena Jubabria and Kionia Baramia. It's the uh, several recordings in the archives uh, from her uh, voices. It's uh, amazing uh, recordings and also uh, it's um, more contemporary singer but uh, she did uh, she create sh- her own style of performing in contemporary georgian folk music it was uh, tina juania uh, she was a member of satanao our uh, teacher and uh, yeah very nice singer and maybe it will be interesting for you in the future that's a great idea thank you nino I'd love to hear from Bernard because he's got some great suggestions in the chat. Perhaps Bernard could read them out or speak to them. Yeah, I, I just said I'd, I'd love to hear an episode with the Chamgeliani sisters um, in Spinetti. Um, I, I keep hearing little anecdotes from other people about yeah. about them. Yeah. See, I mean, you know, I, I can talk a little bit with them, but because the my Georgian is not yet quite good enough to get the full the full detail of, of some of um, some of their stories. I am very curious to, to, to know more in depth. I have an idea about that, Paul, because I discovered recently, much to my surprise, that Mark Jackson's wife, Irena, um, was, went up to Lapushki as the translator when they first started The Singing Village. So, Unfortunately, everybody, well, not everybody, but, but there are some people in Georgia who are much more concerned about COVID because the COVID rates are very high here. So, you know, the opportunity to, to meet with a translator and take a translator to, to Svaneti is, is probably just can't be done at the moment. But whether something could be done on Zoom or mm. who knows. Well, I can they're, they're often in Tbilisi, though. I think. Indeed. Yeah. And I can yeah. think of a few of our guests, like Zoe or Nanam Javanadze, who are close yeah. to the Chimgalianis, who could help us. Yeah. So, is there anything else before we stop recording that we want to say? Or shall we go into our little informal chat? <laughs> well, I'm just going to mention two of the other wild suggestions, because they're just such oh, fun. Yes, I so, love our wild suggestions. <laughs> so one, one is Ashlyn saying, 
the Mandilly trio. (laughs) (laughs) And the other is Bernard going, well, Anzorako Mash, really, of course. (laughs) And I I think both of those suggestions are awesome. I mean, yeah, I wonder what would happen if we interviewed the trio Mandilly, like, our, our listeners like might boost hugely because they're really you know viral on the internet yeah um I like I like this idea yeah and I, it is quite a wild suggestion because um they're not considered to be like a, a folk group really they're they're more like a popular they're sort of updating folk songs aren't they and they're they're sort of they film themselves often walking and playing Pandori um, in a beautiful backdrop with mountains in the background so that their videos get a lot of attention online. So that's I think fun. one of the advantages of the podcast, Holly, is that, that we're not academics and, and we're not studying at the conservatoire. So we can treat folk rules as perhaps more like guidelines. I like it. Yeah, there's no snobbery here. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Voices of the Ancestors with Holly Taylor Zuntz and Susan Thompson. Our special guests were Jen Morris and Nino Nanayashvili, as well as our live Zoom audience. You heard music from Ioloni, Sakioba, Tutachella Yugenkor, and Tutachella. For more information about this and other episodes and to read a transcript of all our episodes, visit voicesoftheancestors.co.uk.